Hello everyone, welcome back to Chat 20, a Roll For It podcast. Um, here we actually have a special guest with us, uh, Cameron from In Games in Mosfell is here. And of course myself, Lawrence. How you doing? Hey guys, how we doing? So, um, tell me a bit about your store. Uh, I've got a nice little uh, local gaming store here, nice, nice and small, um, quite comfortable. Um, just trying to bring a lot of the community back here, Lawrence. Because yeah. let's face it, after a couple of years of COVID and everyone <laughs> not being near each other, we want to try and get them face to face again. Yeah, exactly. And it's a good way to bring people into the store, new people and um, returning customers as well. So yeah, it's it's all about building that community that people can trust and and have lots of fun with at the end of the day. It's you know, there's there's no reason for me to make a million dollars at the end of the day. It's so everyone can enjoy themselves. I grew up with this as a kid, so I want others to be able to do the same. Absolutely. Um, Cameron's actually one of my first DMs that I've ever um, played D&D with, and he brought that community feeling, sort of the new um, new game experience, able to help out new players getting into uh, Dungeons & Dragons, in that example. I, I forgot that uh, I was actually one of your first DMs, yeah. You were, yeah. That was, that was quite a few years ago now. <laughs> Jesus, time flies, eh? <laughs> I remember I was a elf and I was um, slaying some goblins. There was a in a cave. I'm pretty sure that was the uh, scenario. Yes. We were running a curse of strife. Ah, uh, yes, that that time yeah. when there were 16 people and just myself. We kind of underestimated how many people would show up really quickly. But that's the thing. And like that's how you brought back the community. Um, it was and spearheading, especially in the Southern Highlands. Uh, which we're hailing from. Uh, you brought back the sort of community in Dungeons and Dragons, and that had the access to the games then. Mm. So it sort of gave it a rebirth. But it it was really good. Um, even the location that we were doing it was wasn't too bad, and uh, we made do with what we had. Um, you know, we we put it down and had the opportunity to to make it happen, and we damn well did. <laughs> That's it. And um, from working in a store to now owning a store, um, what's sort of the importance in community? So what kind of things do you provide the community? Uh, look, we, we provide the community with as much as we can on the shelf, but we also provide the community with helping through any sort of game. Now, there's, there's a lot that I don't know, but there's a lot that I know and have learned how to research it to find the best... Uh, explanation of it um, which you know isn't always easiest there's there's a million and one things out there but being a place where people can feel comfortable come and just be casual within themselves is probably the best thing you know the idea that I want to be as inclusive as possible for everyone that comes in is you know key number one for me yeah that's it um, and that's that's the importance of like supporting local game stores and stuff like that too, because you're coming into a wealth of knowledge. Um, you've got access to all the equipment that you would need. You have access to a community of people that come in, and um, so you've got networking there as well, and building friendships and um, relationships with other people that um, can get you into that. It's it's game all those world. relationships, you know. Yeah. Uh, just take D and D for instance. The relationship of finding a group of people to play with weekly is probably one of the hardest things in the world. Um, 
no one can line up time these days everyone's too busy but <laughs> when you get that nice relationship you know you all feel confident within yourselves you feel confident yeah. with everyone else you can banter all night and it basically just feels like a beer and pretzels game you know? yeah it does it, it never feels like a slog fest it, it never feels oh why well, do I want to go this week you know <laughs> I've, I've definitely had those and they get pretty boring pretty quick as much as you might try but having a great community around you having a great group you know is is the best thing in the world to continue through you know all of your hobbies and and just enjoy what's on to offer yeah, absolutely um, so going back to what you said when like it's, it's hard to get the consistency of um, like a weekly game or a fortnightly game or whatever it is it reminds me of the memes like you you know you have my bow you have my axe oh actually cheers that's not good for me <laughs> no it, it 100% is that it I, really is I remember back in the day we used to get one day a month to play a game um, <laughs> we might have actually used that day for I think there was the six of us back then and we played for about 14 hours a day each month just to make up for the fact that we couldn't be there every fortnight that's insane that's it, a long time <laughs> it was dirty let's be honest there was a lot of breaks a lot of we're gonna go get food so we don't strangle someone <laughs> 14 hours I think probably the longest that I usually go for is fortnightly do six hour session yep um, so we'll go from like 6pm through to midnight on a, uh, on a yeah no we, we just had an absolute goddess of a, of a DM and <laughs> it was it was definitely a free for all there was no limits in those games yeah and very brutal definitely something I myself could not run <laughs> it hurts <laughs> So, other things that um, I know you offer, I play a number of times in the store, up till recently, that is, uh, like Magic the Gathering, um, a lot of like Commander Knight, sort of uh, standard and stuff like that. But I'm a reasonably new player in, mm. in regards to Magic. I haven't been playing all that long. But that's something else that you can provide as a welcoming atmosphere to new players. So, it's it um, helps them get started, gives them the information that they need, what they need to get into it. Mm. I mean, when I came into store saying, look, I'm interested in um, playing Magic, you're like, okay, let's go through that. And um, I think that's one of the big benefits of having um, that, someone like you in the field. That's the best thing about an LGS, is there's always someone here willing to jump into it with you. Uh, there's always someone excited to show you the ropes and, and stuff like that. And I mean, as an LGS, we get all the fun stuff. We get all those free welcome decks that we can just absolutely <laughs> throw at you, just for fun yeah and like if we really feel like it we'll just throw an excess of cards at you too <laughs> which has actually happened to some people who have just started out yeah, yeah. just being in the right location at the right time have some extra things I don't want anymore <laughs> you know there, there's a lot of extras that actually come through this store yeah and like people want to come back and like they um, that helps them get excited about it and get involved in it it's, it's all a benefit for everyone to actually start playing and and be able to get into things you know the hardest part about games these days is no they're not cheap but they're a life experience they they're there forever with you you know you doesn't matter how much you spend uh doesn't matter you know how good you are at it it's always there no matter yeah. what and it's always you know and for yourself too lawrence just coming back to it you're always welcome to no matter what 
Yeah, that's it. And, um, that's the kind of environment that an LGS like yourself um, can provide. So, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, the hardest thing about an LGS is we want to put on as much as we can. There is thousands of games. Way too many. There's two more coming out soon that I don't have time or space for yet. <laughs> that's a different thing down the track. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so being an LGS and you'll have like a lot of uh, like Wizards of the Coast and stuff like that you get products from them you get products for um, Warhammer mm. um, and all of that so how much would you say the involvement is with in regards to those things just dealing with all the like the suppliers supplier and stuff, stuff like that and look their, their involvement is absolutely insane um, you know you don't hear from the big guys like Wizards they just send you things and go, hey, do a thing. This is a thing that's happening. Um, the guys that look after us locally over in Australia, uh, they work really hard. There's only one of them over here that really tries to get around to every store. Um, and he plays quite a lot as well. And there's just not enough time in a day for him. You know, even Craig from Games Workshop for me, there is banter every time we have a phone call try to keep it professional as we can it just will never happen <laughs> uh, we have fun we make it as quick as we can you know these guys have hundreds of stores to deal with unfortunately yeah, yeah they'd, if, have, they'd have a load oh yeah and I know damn well <laughs> if they could they would be here playing games as well yeah <laughs> um, and the thing that's been pretty good as well like I might come in like fortnightly or weekly and there's always going to be yeah. something different because you get like regular um sort of resupplies and uh, deliveries come through and just the shelves are constantly restocked um, and there's always something new to there, find. there's always something new knowing what people want to play each week is probably the hardest thing in the world uh, there has been plenty of nights where I definitely have got it wrong and know that <laughs> the commander game that has drawn lots of people is just not of interest anymore but we yeah. won't know until that one day so it's it's just trying to keep games diverse keep games running you know make sure everyone's informed which I am absolutely horrible about <laughs> let's face it there's not enough time <laughs> there's just isn't enough time there's so many games to um, encompass as well that it's hard to sort of have access to everything on the uh, on the gaming menu oh, that's it and so you've seen see. you've seen me run for my feet way too many times yeah <laughs> I, I have many piles of shame burning there, the candle at both ends there is a lot of paperwork that I still need to do as well <laughs> <laughs> That's it, and the constant processing of cards too, like the amount of cards that you get from other other people trading them in, or um, new cards coming in that you have to go through and sort out. Oh yeah, like yeah. I've I've had about fifteen thousand cards sitting at home waiting <laughs> to be sorted for the last month. There, there's just not enough time between yeah. releases. Like we we basically have a release a month at the moment, you know, and that's not including small things so it's quite insane um, and a lot of the bigger suppliers too some of them still playing catch up with some things here and there just with shipping delays over in Australia it's all fun and games <laughs> you know not much you can do about it um, but you know keeping on top of that keeping on top of trying to sort things and the amount of boxes that I get in just from suppliers each day is just absolutely insane yeah. I, half the time I forget what I ordered I don't even know it's in transit somewhere 
<laughs> Could be anywhere uh, between here and between America. here and WA. I, I have seen a box go to where was it? Adelaide twice in you know one week, and both me and the driver were dumbfounded of how. Let's go on the wrong uh, wrong van or wrong plane. Uh, apparently, it didn't even touch the. It just hit another plane. <laughs> Um, and that's it there's like there's a lot involved like when it comes to a pre-release it's not just um, getting the cards and getting them ready it's about um, advertising the pre-release it's about organising um, the oh, pre-orders yeah. and the tickets and there, we... there is a lot behind the scenes you know between making sure you've got your dates set up um, getting your advertisement in you know real easy stuff takes you like you know an hour make sure you've got it done right make sure you've got all the details right yep cool you're sweet and then uh, the whole ordering process is probably the hardest thing you know I'm thankful that wizards actually have pre-allocations telling me how much stuff I should have and they're gonna send me this because without that I, I would probably cry in a corner <laughs> I would never be able to guess anything yeah you know? uh, we've biggest one we've had is uh, fed 60 pe- people over the last cut like pre-release and stuff like that so it's it's quite a feat and definitely does not make it easy I, I'm thoroughly impressed by the suppliers I see the day those uh, those boxes arrive in Australia and the same day they're basically posted out is just phenomenal they work extremely hard so I'm very much appreciative of them yeah yeah absolutely um, so we've got <laughs> gone through magic and Dungeons and Dragons uh, there's also Flesh and Blood that you do there's there's, there's Flesh and Blood there's Yu-Gi-Oh there's, we do Warhammer uh, board games which we will actually be starting up soon again so we're kind yeah, of nice. looking at starting that on Saturdays during the daytime uh, I found that I do have some spare time there for some odd reason that I really desperately need to fill <laughs> um, <laughs> you know and we do a lot of like historical games there's there's heaps of historicals between Black Powder uh, Hail Caesar, Napoleonics, things that are like real old school. Uh, it's a bolt action in World War Three, uh, made by Team Yankee. So you know, there's heaps of things that we do provide, and we can set tables up. You know, this stall's too small, unfortunately, at the moment to have a permanent table. But I can't wait for the day. And yes, I already am starting to build them in weight of that uh, that larger space. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Got uh, got something lined up um, for we're, that, or is it on, just on the to-do list? It's We're lining something up, so, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time and a half, and we will smash through it. Nice. That's going to be exciting to get, like, a bigger space and more access to tables and stuff like that. It's going to be going to be brilliant. It's, it's going to be amazing, although <laughs> I will have to be definitely hiring quite a few staff prior to such event. Uh, because looking after such a large space is not going to be a one-man show anymore. No. <laughs> I definitely think uh, my missus and my dog would be happy that I might have some extra spare time finally. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been at the store pretty much almost every day, aside from Mondays usually. Pretty much every day for a year and a half. And if it's not working in here, it's working at home. <laughs> you know, uh, I do a lot of... Uh, online sales and stuff like that we do online auctions through uh, Card Hub um, they're, they're a great Facebook place and um, Josh who started that up has done extremely well and the boys who run all parts between Magic, Pokemon 
and now recently Flesh and Blood as well. Absolutely insane. Uh, we're also looking at um, joining a few other stores uh, at the moment, trying to do a conglomerate of you know local game stores that have access to lots of more information and other various bits and pieces. Uh, to which we're all traveling up to Australia's first Flesh and Blood tournament oh, uh, nice. in June. So super excited for that. First three days off in a row I have in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. So you've got like a network of other LGSs that you communicate with and collaborate with to a certain degree. We, we have started, yes. Yeah, um, cool. We all have our little issues. We all have our, you know, things that we do better. Um, for instance... Uh, Fabled Games, who are out in the middle of Alice Springs, are just absolutely insane for something like Flesh and Blood that I struggle to get people in for. Yet he struggles for Magic players, which I flourish on, which is very, very interesting to say the least. You know, yeah, just taking in the areas and and what there is, and it's it's not saying that we can't do it. It's just it's a little bit harder for us because everywhere is slightly different. Yeah, that's it. Um, all got these sort of unique quirks and yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's it. So yeah, we we currently have uh, I think it's the four LGSs that um, we're working with at the moment on Card Hub, um, and most of us will be at uh, the calling for Flesh and Blood in Sydney on tenth and eleventh of June. So yeah, looking to try and make some big uh, big waves up there, and that's going to be very interesting. So Card Hub, for those who don't know, I've, um, I've used it a number of times to get myself uh, some pretty decent cards. It's, it's a, pretty much an auction for a variety of cards um, that people are selling. Um, so you've got your auctioneers, and like yourself, you're, you're a member of the um, Card Hub community. Yeah, um, there's, there's definitely a few of us, and what we do is we uh, like to throw a lot of cards up there from collections that we recently purchased just to go out and purchase more cards <laughs> we like torturing ourselves it's the circle of life the circle of life <laughs> the circle of never sleeping more like it um, so yeah Magic Magic the Gathering can, can be a little bit pricey to get into but um, it's sort of how much you want to put into it really so you can spend $60 on getting a um, hundred a pre-made uh, commander deck or you can spend um, hundreds and customizing your own. Oh, look, I, I wouldn't say it's it's vastly expensive at the end of the day. Um, just like any hobby, yeah, there is a little cost to it, but it's enjoyment you get out of it. Exactly. Um, you know, if you want to go do astronomy and stuff like that, go out, grab a telescope. My brief brother did it uh, not too long ago, uh, and that set him back quite a lot just in 24 hours. <laughs> or at least we can, uh, you know divide that up by a number of years <laughs> and I mean we take trade-ins as well so you know you want to go in buy boxes and you can trade them back uh, for things that you don't need and put it straight forward to things that you do want and need because at the end of the day it's it's providing as much as I can for you guys to just get more enjoyment out of it absolutely uh, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode today because I know that we're about to um, open the store <laughs> Someone decided to sleep in and forget <laughs> what today was. <laughs> but um, you've been working hard and like I can see how busy um, you are running running the store with everything going on around you. And it's actually something that's really important to support local game stores such as yourself because mm. 
Um, they're a vital part of the community in regards to different games, all from Dungeons and Dragons, Magic Gathering, uh, Warhammer, all of those, uh, Flesh mm. and Blood, um, access to new um, styles of tabletop games, and that's an important there, There's only one place to find them. You have to come down to an LGS. Yeah. You know, no, we're not the cheapest place in the world. Uh, you can definitely get things cheaper online. At the end of the day, all of our stuff is legit. How many times have you opened up a pack of Pokemon cards, Lawrence, and uh, <laughs> been very disappointed that your $2 was not well spent? <laughs> um, you know, you get it a lot. Um, you know, we're here to, you know, give you guys a space and, and uh, provide that community for you. Um, and all we ask is that people just come in and say hi. You know, it's, it's it. not about spending money with us. We're just happy to have you guys here playing games just enjoying yourselves you know I I have a much better day when I have people laughing and uh, carrying on in the store absolutely and that's that's the thing that um, LGS's will always have over the online um, market and online platforms yep. is you'll always have that customer service of coming into someone with um, with knowledge and experience a nerd such as yourself yep. um, is able to give you that first hand assistance yep and even when I don't know things, there's definitely a few people around the store at the time. Uh, you can walk in most days and someone else will know something of what I don't that's on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, it happens <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> that's it. Um, so, Cameron, you run in-games in Mossvale. So if you happen to be in uh, Mossvale, New South Wales, come in and pay a visit to in-games. Yeah, check um, us out online as well, ingames.com.au. That's in games I double N, because uh, we like to be inside and you know enjoying it. <laughs> Which is exactly the place that nerds like to be: is inside and away oh, from the sunlight. And <laughs> it's overrated. <laughs> Artificial light for days. <laughs> That's it. Who needs UV when you've got LED? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for jumping on um, today, Cameron. Thank you very um, much for having me, Lawrence. It's been fun. Absolutely, and we'll shall talk, um, do it again. See you, buddy. Bye.